Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fantastic Mr. Fox Minute, the only show on the internet that talks about Wes Anderson's Fantastic Mr. Fox one minute at a time, and the only show on the internet with me, Tyler Boudreaux. That's not true. You're in some other podcasts. You guessed. And my guest. No, not my guest. My co-host. Wow. Oh, sorry. Wrong word. Ow. My co-host. Ow. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm Condra. And we're the amateur nerds. That's like our little trademark thing. Hey, speaking of trademarks, that happens in this minute. 79, which starts with Felicity relating her conversation with Christopherson's dad, who was in the hospital. Her brother. And it ends with Fox saying that his tail is now fully detachable. Helpful. Tyler, there's so much in this minute. Yeah, there's like there's like several segments in this minute that we need to go over. First, we have the ending of the conversation between Felicity and Mr. Fox in which they're discussing Christopherson's father, i.e. Felicity's brother, presumably. I.e. Ash's uncle. I.e. Mr. Fox's brother-in-law. I.e. Kylie's nephew's cousin's uncle's brother's former roommate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Agnes's future father-in-law. Aww. Nailed it. So they're chatting, and he's down to single pneumonia. Very exciting. Yay. <laughs> he's getting better. You know, honestly, like, I had half pneumonia, and it knocked me out for over a week. Like, I can't even imagine double pneumonia. Wait, what's half pneumonia? So only one of my lungs is partially filled with fluid. <laughs> Sounds fun. Yeah. I was. Gr- it was great. I was in high school. One of, my, one of my friends was telling me that she had, like, when she was a kid, she had, like, I think I think it was like an extra like an extra bit in her like an extra cavity in her heart Oof. that kind of just like made an irregular beat yeah. sometimes. And uh, well, she got that sealed up. That's good, <laughs> important, scary, very spooky. Uh, so yeah, so and apparently instead of Chris- Ash's uncle, yeah, <laughs> we don't need to go through all of instead them. Instead of Christopherson's dad going or Christopherson going back to his father, it sounds like Christopherson might be a permanent resident of their sewer yeah it, lo- it seems like his dad is going to he's looking for uh, a place to buy in uh the sewer system through stan the weasel stan the weasel of course because he just took over the the real estate like is this did he like plant a flag and say like i own this property now i'm no, really confused i mean i think it's more i guess how an association works i don't actually know how i i like a housing, like a housing association. Yeah, where like he's a he's like a realtor by trade, so maybe he leads the like housing association and is like, oh, you can live in this area, but you gotta like pay your dues and whatever. I don't know how housing. <laughs> you need to run around the frat house naked. <laughs> I have no idea how housing works. I'm never going to own a house. I have no intention of ever owning a house. I will be poor forever. It's fine. Yay! So. What was, oh, uh, Fox says, uh, now's the time to buy uh, a, a, a house in the sewer. Because, yeah, it is It is time to buy. Yeah. They're making it an up-and-coming place. They're gentrifi- they're, there's gentrification going on. But I think <laughs> I'm more okay with this gentrification as opposed to, like, other... It's not gentrification if no one was living there previously. Well, that's the problem with gentrification is that people don't consider lower socioeconomic people... And like people that are not perm- like they're tr- like more transient or they're like really low income. So they're living in like 
purchase by day kind of housing. Yeah. So they're not considered permanent residents, quote unquote. So they will buy out like big, big companies will buy out these like day day hotels, I guess is what they're called and eliminate people that like technically aren't living there, but they do live there. So who knows who was living in that sewer before? I mean, I'm pretty sure that like it's just a sewer. No one lives there because it's not technically hospitable to animals. But what about the rats? But I agree with your point about gentrification as a whole. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) I feel like I've been making a lot of like quasi-political statements these last few episodes and I'm just getting real riled up. No, so I, I know I saw this on Twitter. There's a there's a category of person, and I'm not saying that this is what you're doing, but it's similar. Where there there are people who are too woke for the joke. So someone will make a a joke about something, but it's it's not like it's just playing on the concept of a thing. And then someone will reply like, "Well, actually, like blah 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 blah. Like there's still a big problem." And it was like, "Well, yeah, but that's like I wasn't making fun of the fact that it was a problem. I was making a." side joke and then you just come in here with you don't like you don't understand like that a joke was happening that's not that's not what you do but it's except i do some i don't know (laughs) i think i did last week with the whole rant on allergies that just hit close to home though i think that's why (laughs) Um, no that's okay it's important that you use your own personal perspective to add to add things to the podcast like that's a good thing okay all right so they're mo- so Christopherson's dad seems to be moving to the sewer. And then we have um, Felicity and Mr. Fox kind of stop. And Kylie comes up with a very full shopping cart, which leads me to one of many questions. Is this an animal-sized shopping cart? That's what I was going <laughs> to say. Yeah, it's weird because like it's a full shopping cart, but it's opossum sized for some reason, and that doesn't make sense. And also, all the boxes are like they're animal sized. That, well, that's the other question because like a, a lot they're holding juice boxes a lot in this minute, but it seems like a juice box that's like child hand sized usually. So those ones kind of work. But like the cracker box or the apple. The other question is how do they hold them in their hands because they have paws? Kylie is, seems like he would be the only one with opposable thumbs of any sort. Yeah. Well. That's something we'll get to a little later on in this minute because Fox definitely has fingers later on in this minute. <laughs> and yeah, the, Fox's anatomy is really shown in this minute. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> you made it sound like he just stripped naked in this minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he takes off his tail. That is, that is true, but it's like Fox's anatomy. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So Kylie scoots up with this shopping cart and it is full of lots of food. I have written down some of the things I could identify. Okay. Let's see if we can identify who he has picked them out for. Good idea? Non idea? Oh, no. I thought you were just going to go. That's why I didn't respond. Okay. Minnows. (laughs) Minnows. Those are definitely for like himself and Mr. Fox, I guess. Yeah. I would maybe Badger too. Yeah. Carrots and... Although we we discussed... Well, we discussed badger diets last week, and they seem to be more on the rodent side of things. But, I mean, if that's what they got. Oh, yeah, for sure. hopefully he's not going to start eating his fellow sewer mates. Yes. Uh, we have a box that just says carrots and cabbage on it. A box? Yes. See, that's what doesn't make sense there, because usually carrots and cabbage would come in something that's not a box. 
you know, I, like a can, maybe. It's definitely a box. They're just cans. Um, we have wheat crackers. Okay, so those are just wheat thins. Or Ritz crackers that are wheat. They're, they're definitely not Triscuits. No. I love Triscuits. I triscuits. I Do you like Triscuits? I love Triscuits. I, recent, I don't like Triscuits. I've recently acquired the taste of Triscuits, though. Every once in a while, I'll, I'll have a Triscuit, and I'll be like, yep, that's a Triscuit. They're better than those chicken-in-a-basket ones, though. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. They're like ranch-flavored crackers, and they're gross. And I will fight anyone that actually stands them. I'm I'm not there for them. Have you ever heard someone say "risket" for the Triscuit? Yes, but not. I feel ris- like that like, was a commercial for a while. As opposed to "risket for a biscuit." Yeah. No, I've heard "risket for a Triscuit." I think it was their tagline for a while. Okay. So then we have dried squab giblets. Yeah, those come up later. Those do. Um, you're not guessing who these things are for. Oh, um, the uh, foods are just so generic. There's not slash not real foods. Yeah. Like that are sold at grocery stores. Unless these are what people buy in England. But yeah, who knows? At someone from England, come on, help us out. Yeah, yeah. All those Niall McGowan, where are you at? Yeah. Uh we have sugar scraps, which as a baker I have no idea what that means. Because the processed stuff like you have your refined sugar. A a byproduct of sugar is molasses. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know what. I guess that's for like the kids because they like sugar. I, I guess um, you have just something. I see, and you can't read all the boxes. So one of the boxes just said goose on it. Well, I can't read. Uh, the this goose crackles though. That's what pops up later. Uh, but no, this is a different box. It's a different box. It's a different box. Whoa! There's um a brand called Alive. Which just makes me think it's like Special K cereal. I ate some Life cereal the, the other day. That was pretty solid. Yo, that stuff's so good. It's just like sugar in like checks. I don't know. Life cereal, the texture's good. It's got a good texture. Well, it, no, it's literally just checks with sugar in it, though. I mean, that's what cereal is. And then we have something that's like got an apple or a cherry on the front of it. Again, something you can't really read, but the picture on the front of the box is... Well, that's for rabbits, I guess, because they're vegetarians. Presumably. Well, then, Kylie, so he pulls up on this thing, and he does his trademark, or what we late, we, we later assume to be his trademark. And I will try to visual, or I will try to verbally describe what his trademark is. So it's finger guns, and then a double hand chop in opposite directions... And then a clap, but as he claps, he raises his right foot, and then when he, and then on, on the fourth beat, when he lands his right foot, puts his right hand out to the side and goes, ah, and uh, with like a jazz hands kind of face. Yeah, and overall, it's just too much. Like too, th- this trademark, it's 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 too far. Yes, definitely. But then if you think Fox also's trademark is a lot. No, it's not that much. See, because it's a Fox's whistle, trademark, the clacks, and the finger guns. Yeah, but the thing is, it's all it's all in his upper body. Like he does the whistle and he does the clacks, and then he does a finger gun. You only need like one part of your body for that. Ky- Kylie, you need to like be standing up. You need to be able to point, go down, <laughs> raise like clap, raise your hand, and do the step. I just imagined it doing like laying down and doing it like um when 
uh, Rebel Wilson in Pitch Perfect does the floor jogging. Yeah, that that movie I've seen. How have you not seen Pitch Perfect? I've seen the it's, end. It's like, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, like the end is good. So yeah. now's as good a time of any as any to talk about this. But uh, earlier today, um, me and some of the other in- teaching interns well, were rehearsing a dance for, that we're going to do for the talent show later. And you want to guess what the dance is? Uh, bye, bye, bye. No, it's... I it's, accept nothing less. Uh, no, it's better than that. Thriller. No. Cotton Eye Joe. No. Try, what, something our, of our generation... Uh, it's like a wobble. choreographed dance. We're all in this together. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> From High School I've Musical, actually, yeah. So yeah, there was I've seven of us rehearsing earlier, and I was the only male, and it was it was awkward because I'm not really a dancer. But, you know, we got through. Are you Troy Bolton? Oh, yes. Um, Good. Uh, something about how, like, uh, like my like my head is in the game, but not my heart or something. <gasps> Heads in the game, but my heart's in this song. Yeah. I, she I, makes it feel so right. Yikes. Gotta shake this. That's from <laughs> Get Your Head in the Game. I like High School Musical, but I only started liking it in my college years. So go figure. Yeah, because we didn't watch... Well, we watched High School Musical 2 when we were kids. Yeah. But which, I never saw the first or the third one. The third one I didn't see until college. It's all right. The proms, like the prom play is probably the best scene in the movie. And then, I mean, the first one is iconic. I think I still prefer the second one more, maybe, because Zac Efron actually sings and it's got bet on it in it, which is an iconic scene. Having listened to one of the songs on repeat while learning how to dance to it, the singing in that song is super annoying. It's like, it's real bad. Um, I like a lot. I like some other songs. Like, All in This Together is like the We Go Together of Greece, in which it's not the best song in the movie, but it's the most iconic. It's, well, it's, the, it's the emotion that you're left on. Yeah. And it's like the one that gets radio play. Yeah. It's, it's well, generic and head, not plotting. Get Your Head in the Game, I bet, probably might rival that, though. Yeah. Uh, so... We have, after Kylie has done his trademark, he bares his teeth in the way we've seen Mr. Fox do it a whole bunch of times throughout the movie. Except he doesn't, I don't, I feel like it's not in an embarrassed way, but it's like in an expectant way. It reminds me a lot of like, when you have that like, reaction face and you're like, like a small child when they do something and like, we, I was experiencing this a lot with a four-year-old last week. She kept jumping and then like looking at me to be like, wow, you jump so high. <laughs> and I was like, I kept receiving that face and I was like, okay, she thinks she jumps wicked high. And Kylie was like very proud of himself. Well, it I reminded like, me of that. I like Fox's reaction where he like doesn't need bend because he's holding things. So he can't really emote physically. He's like, oh, is that your trademark? And then Kylie just kind of shrugs. It has a very parent-child feel to it. Yeah, especially because the based on the stature and where the like the way it's shot, Fox is very tall in frame, and Kylie's very small and short. Mm-hmm. And then you want to take this one. Felicity Fox drops another bombshell on her husband, Mister Fox, that she is pregnant again. Whoa! I know. That's why I made that reference last week that the family was expanding. Many questions. First of all, how does this happen? Can you explain? Um, Tyler, 
Well, you see, <laughs> we're two foxes. <laughs> uh, that's how I'm going. Uh, well, what I what I did want to ask is when, like, when was this child conceived? Do you, was it before this incident with the farmers? I don't know how fox gestation works. And I, I think we talked about this earlier at the beginning of the movie, too, with, like, we don't know, like, how long the pregnancy is. Is it, like, two weeks? Is it, we like... We definitely looked up fox gestation. It's been two years, Condra. I know. We're I don't all remember dying. everything we've talked about on this podcast. Well, my my phone, autom- I typed in Fox Jess, and it popped up 52 days. So I think my phone knows exactly what I'm doing, or is very concerned for me. So that's a little under two months. Yeah, so I mean, it could have, she probably just found out then. Well, and we also don't know how much time has gone by when we kind of cut to the sewer. It yeah. seems like they haven't discovered where food is yet, so it seems like it's probably only been like one or two days, but they've already figured out how to print newspapers from the sewer so who knows they're living their best lives and they clearly have their priorities like all sorted um oh my gosh what i never went on the red fox wikipedia page before there's a whole subcategory in it called relationships with humans and it has in folklore religion and mythology that's adorable killer photo like images in it have you ever have you seen the twitter Fox Every Hour? No. It's a Twitter account that publishes like a beautiful photo of a fox every hour. Huh. I'll look it up later. Uh, So Mr. Fox's reaction is quite precious. He kind of stops, looks at Felicity, and looks down, and with an excited face says, I think we're both glowing. And Tyler, I want a fox lamp. (laughs) That would be a little too creepy. Um, I think Felicity looks really good as a lamp. <laughs> Fox looks a little weird. I think it's because he moves. I like. I I think it's really cool the way he moves though, because he doesn't just pivot. Like you can kind of see his arm do a point, like a point of movement on his arm. Oh, which is I really agree. Cool. It's really cool how he moves. And I think like his head turning even, it like looks very fluid and soft. Like that is like some nice like rubber. And it's or a one something. second shot. So like props to the filmmakers for doing that. Yeah, it's so cool. And again, we get this kind of surreal humor where like it's actually the foxes like as a lamp glowing. And just like a, a final callback to the the kind of status of this movie as like a like a little bit tongue tongue in cheek. I love the fox lamp joke. I think it's so good. It's like probably right up there for like one of my favorite jokes in this whole movie. And the fact that they bring it up again at the end is so good. Oh yeah, and, well, you gotta have, you gotta go full circle. Absolutely. We, we, what we didn't talk about, I don't know if you saw this, was Kylie's face when Felicity when says they- she's pregnant. It's so good. <laughs> it's it's the the uh, apostle equivalent of a jaw drop because his eyes get super wide and he's just like he's like I'm standing here for this. Honestly, it reminds me of that like awkward adopted middle child, not like adopted child because, but like an awkward middle child or like the awkward early tween that the parents will like loosen like lessen their guard around. Um, <laughs> okay, I mean. Just announcing you're pregnant is not like... No, but their treatment of Kylie in general in this minute is what I'm referring to more. 
Okay, yeah. So yeah, yeah we his get face the, is awesome. We get the glowing joke, and so then kind of Ash and Christopherson and Agnes all kind of pop in, and Ash says, "Do another toast, Dad." And it's so cute. Yeah, and he's a- got like juice on his face. Yeah, he's got juice all over his face and all over his clothes. It's so funny. He's such a like a five year old in this. Like in this whole scene, in this whole supermarket, the 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 kids are really kids in this. They're like gorging, they're drinking their juice, they're into it. And so yeah, Fox kind of does his last little toast that'll kind of take us out of the movie. Oh, something else I noticed in the background with food kind of thing. Sorry. You could see the price of the bell peppers and they're 84 cents and I'm like 84 cents per pound or 84 cents each. I have lots of questions because that's a really good deal on bell peppers either way. Usually bell pepper or usually any produce is per pound. Like grapefruit or each though. And bananas are each sometimes. The other thing I wanted to say about this minute is um, we get we get kind of the closest thing to a, a frame of what our, our logo is for this show. Yes. Yes. I actually definitely stole the image from from this scene. Yes. Um, we're not profiting off it, so no, uh. we're fine. <laughs> I, I checked all the copyrights. We're fine. Yeah, in terms of in terms of we, like we have the right to use images as as part of criticism. That's that's definitely true. Yeah, and so yeah, so Fox starts making his toast. The lights dim, kind of with that with an odd timing. It's kind of funny. Yeah, he grabs a box of goose crackles, a can box of dried squad giblets, and one of the apples with stars on them. A red remarkable. And he's got his juice box of apple juice. In his right hand and everything else in his left hand. And he gets onto his actual soap box. Well, it's not a box. It's just literally a bar of, like a giant bar of soap that he's standing on. Well, I mean, you you do get boxes of soap. Like they're like laundry kind of soap. I think I think the, the phrase, I agree with you. I think the phrase is referring like more specifically to like, like oh, back in the day when there were literally like crates and like you would actually get up on a crate. Yeah, no, that's what it is referring to. But he got on his soapbox. I think yes. that's I think it's a funny joke. It has a wrapper on it. So he's not just stepping on like an empty bar of soap. It's not a setup for a comedic slip. Correct. Uh, he says they say all foxes are slightly allergic to linoleum, but it's cool to the paw. Try it. He looks right at the audience during like at us the viewer as opposed to his family when he says try it and it's kind of it's i think the only time i'm okay with his straight on face which is saying something all the foxes kind of just like have their feet on the linoleum and it's funny because kylie isn't a fox but he's trying it too yeah and christopherson is like really into it and like trying really hard he's like going extra and i'm like christopherson you already are extra so i i did some research on the linoleum on linoleum okay um, so it's uh, solidified linseed oil, pine rosin, ground cork dust, wood flour, and mineral fillers on a burlap or canvas backing. Okay. And so it's it, it's essentially it's a it's a flooring that's used because it's relative like it's relatively soft, so mm-hmm. it's not like it's not like hard. It's not and marble. It, yeah, and it's wa- it's relatively waterproof, so it's easy to maintain cleanliness, and it's presumably relatively cheap. We don't use it as much today. Now we use more uh, poly- polyvinyl chloride, but mm-hmm. I'm forgetting the reason why. 
uh, in part because linoleum can break down. How you adhere it to your substrate can be tricky depending on what your substrate is. And linoleum, if it breaks, it's a lot harder to replace than vinyl. Oh, I think it's also, uh, I think polyvinyl chloride or PVC is also less flammable than linoleum. Yes. If I'm remembering correctly. Yes. (laughs) Which seems important. Eh, light it (laughs) up. I'm kidding. I do not endorse arson. Please don't burn things down. And so the last part of the speech we're getting for this minute is, uh, um, they say my tail needs to be dry cleaned twice a month, but now it's fully detachable. And you see a bloody stump. Well, not the stump. The stump would be what's on his his butt. Well, we see we, we see well, what's left of the tail, and it's kind of nasty. Yeah, it's really gross. Like, well, I guess I don't want to call it the tip, but like the part that is closest to what have would have been affixed to the rest of his body is like dried and bloody. Yeah, there's like a part with fur, but then there's like a part without fur. So it's and like it's like exposed flesh. I don't know how to say it in a it nice way. It seems like way. it's gonna rot. Yeah. Well, the whole tail is like that kind of stuff doesn't like taxidermy lasts because there's chemicals involved. It would be Unless funnier. That tail has been taxidermied. It would be funnier if he just had a straight up fake tail, like a tie, like Eeyore. Um. Yes. I don't. I don't really know what like. I mean, Eeyore's a stuffed animal anyways, so... Like, like picture a big fluffy foxtail and just, like, fic- picture, like, like a fake one and that's just, like, pinned on his butt. Like, that sounds fun. My, my um, thought... I, I spend too much time on the internet. Let's just leave it there. I, I thought of something very specific when I heard big fluffy foxtail. <laughs> this is a family-friendly podcast. Hey, being a furry is not necessarily sexual, as they will tell you. It's not. But <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. It, um, it would definitely be available on the market. Let's just it say. would. Yes. Um, you can definitely get a foxtail if you're looking for one. So es- essentially what this what this minute is doing is just kind of bringing everything full circle. We get the we get the wrap up of Christopherson's dad. We get uh, Kylie's trademark. So he's kind of come into his own. We get the pregnancy. So we kind of get the ultimate affirmation of. Felicity and Fox's relationship. He's become much more of a family person. Yeah, they're both glowing, so they're in it as a team now. Yeah, Christofferson is home and will remain home. And we kind of end on this beat of like, well, earlier Fox was giving a toast and now he's giving another toast. And But he's not messing up this. It's not about, it's about him, but there's an openness to it in a way that he's not showing off like he was in past minutes. Yeah, we'll get to the meaning of the toast next next week. Because we've, we've spent a long time talking about furries and <laughs> goose Geese? and food. Well, it just says goose on the box. Well, if you're using an, an animal name as an adjective, you would only use the singular. That's what I said, goose. Yeah. That's why I said goose. <laughs> okay, I'm confused. Uh, let's just end it. Chandra, where can people find us on the internet? You can email us at amateurnerdspresent at gmail.com. You can find us on the Twitter at amateurnerds. You can yeah. find Tyler also on the Twitter. Yeah, my handle is at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y. You can rate, review, subscribe on the podcatcher of your choosing. And you can catch us next week with Minute 80 
We'll be a, we'll be in a we'll, we'll be, be an a, octogenarian. An octogenarian. Yeah, it, it's a wild time. We're we're really almost. There's only like two more minutes of actual movie of this movie. Big sad. And then and then we'll have credits. In which so, you'll just get to hear us ramble for twenty minutes. Well, I, I I'm gonna be back from my internship by then, and I want to see if we can get some guests on for the final minutes just to, okay. just to chat. Okay. But uh, we can talk uh, about the movie maker, the movies by minute experience. Yeah. Well, that that's a big part of it is like going through minute by minute. We'll we'll rewatch the whole movie. <gasps> I get to watch the whole movie soon. You you can watch the whole movie at any time, Tondra. No, Tyler. All right. So I have not back, watched the movie in two years. <laughs> come back next week for minute eighty. I've been Tyler Boudreaux. I've been Tondra. And we hope you have a fantastic day. Fantastic.